Afternoon, everyone. Sorry for the late podcast today. I, I just annihilated a 1,000-word essay on how childhood friendships and attachment are influenced by culture. Ooh, it was hell. Uh, <laughs> I should have done it three weeks ago, but I've just done it all in one morning. So, um, yeah, I've been thinking about this, actually, about what particular type of upbringing could um, be what creates an overt narcissist or a covert narcissist. Now, I'm oversimplifying this for the benefit of debate because, as I always say, overts and coverts can overlap. They change over time. They can go from an overt to a covert at a switch. Um, But I do think you can get much more obvious overt narcissists, maybe with some covert narcissism, and then your covert narcissists with some overt narcissism. And it's just different blends. Um, And I'll talk about it in the context of personal experience of overts and coverts. And I have to say, there is commonality and contrast in how they were brought up. So the covert narcissists, I know very well. And I know females, um, and I know a male. Were generally spoiled rotten. They had everything they wanted, could have had everything they wanted. They've got absolute adoration from the parents. Um, They totally want for nothing. Uh, They've done well academically. They've done pretty good career-wise. So there's not really anything there that I would identify. And obviously, I'm I'm not going to describe a lot more because I, I don't want to identify them. But there's a lot that I've observed and I've experienced from these coverts that would indicate they have had absolutely no trauma. There's certainly been no abuse. And they were brought up in lower middle class households. So there wasn't poverty and there wasn't other childhood aces, adverse child experiences. And yet they are covert narcissists. They have little to no empathy. They present vulnerability, mental health issues. Um, help me, help me, fix me, fix me, save me, save me, look after me, look after me, Um, and are highly, highly manipulative Um, planners. They are, they hold grudges for years and years and years. They become, shall we say, they'll have a tantrum. They'll have a tantrum and become um, a bully when they don't get what they want. These are all characteristics of a spoiled child. And as we know, narcissists are just children in adults' bodies because they were stunted at some point in childhood due to spoiling a lack of boundaries, okay, in this particular type of narcissist, the covert. So I do propose that just in my experience, it is worth exploring that covert narcissists were not abused. They were not traumatized. They had too much love and the wrong type of love they had too little boundaries they were absolutely put on pedestals they were probably put above other siblings if there were any they have support at every stage in life have support when they've done wrong have support when they're in a shitty relationship and they're causing it have support when they have hurt other people have support in their lies and their allegations and their abuse and their smear campaign. Nothing holds them back. Nothing challenges them. They're freewheeling the supermarket 
with mommy's £20 note and they're only six years old and they're going to take what they're going to take and they're going to love it and they're going to enjoy it and they're going to want more. And if they don't get another £20 note, they're going to throw themselves to the floor of the supermarket and go completely apoplectic. Okay, and that's your covert. It's the definition of a covert narcissist. Now, the overt narcissists I've experienced um, closely, because I would only ever talk about people I've known very, very, very well, did experience childhood abuse. Some sexual abuse, uh, parents with alcoholism, addiction issues, dysfunctional adult relationships, dysfunctional childhood relationships, um, poverty, or a lack of something that was important to, their, to a healthy upbringing. Uh, issues between their parents, infidelity so, and so on, domestic abuse and so on. Um, and they then manifest their narcissism in much more overt behaviours, much more risk-taking, impulse control, anger issues, antisocial behaviour, abuse, obviously manipulation. Manipulation for supply rather than manipulation for reputation. And coverts really are all about reputation and status and st stability and believability and respect because that's what gets them supply. Okay, but uh, overts are cut corners. They just want supply, okay? And they'll get it however way they can get it. Um, and that's why their behaviours are much more overt. It requires less um, duplicity. It, 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 it needs less planning, okay? Um, and strategy and that's because when they were a child if they experienced these aces they had to think on their feet really really quick to survive to feel safe to get what they wanted from who they wanted to get it from so I definitely think it's worth um, looking into deeper I might just do more podcasts on it but it's just come across just because I did a couple of little short videos on YouTube just then on overt narcissists and covert narcissists and masking it just made me think about how I can see a real difference between overt narcissists, covert narcissists and how they were brought up and why they mask, what they've used masks for, where they've learned how to mask, you know, what happened in their childhood that taught them masking was important, masking was going to work. So, yeah, that was it. Just a little introduction into sort of an area that I think I'll maybe do a little bit more content on. Let me know your thoughts in the comments section of the podcast. Find me on YouTube as a Narcissist Hunter, Instagram as a Narcissist Hunter, same on Twitter. Um, follow, subscribe, do what you do best.